The chase is on. So the points keep flowing. Oh, what a play. I need to see from a different angle. Can you believe that? It's the Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Podcast with Nick Callum and Riley. Hello, welcome to another episode of Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Podcast. Well, you're joined by two blokes, Callum and Riley. Cow, round one done and dusted. How good is it to see footy back on the TV? Mate, it's great. It's so good to see footy back. Um, I can't say the same about my fantasy side being great, but <laughs> there's all the mistakes that we make early on. Um, hopefully, we'll be able to give some advice to those who are struggling as well this episode, mate, and get them back kicking ready to go for this round. Well, let's talk about round one. Uh, let's go through yep. your team. So overall rank in the whole competition and talk about individual performances on your team. Oh, geez. Overall rank. Oh, I don't know if I want to say it. Um, 6,843. I beg your pardon? 6,843. What's wrong with that? It's not bad. It's not bad. But, you know, compared to last year, I need to lift my game. I know I started like this last year and you can easily get into the, the top 1,000, top 2,000 if you make the right trades. But I... I was hoping to be up there straight away. Unfortunately, I'm not. Um, but, you know, I was I was happy last week with the likes of Harry Grant, Carrigan, Murray, Hopgood, um, Nathan Cleary got those ghost points that he gets overnight. Somehow went from 49, I think it was, up to 61. So we love to see that. Um, Lockie Miller had a good game as well. Um, Tarpney on the bench for me was a little bit quiet. Mm. Jackson Ford was pretty good. Uh, and then the two Roosters in my team, Brandon Smith and Egan Butcher, woeful. Absolutely woeful. Yep. Yep. Well, I'll run you through mine. My overall rank after round one, 30,981st. So I'm going to take that with a grain of salt and just say, you know what? It's round one. You can only get better from here. If exactly. You're my team, though, it might take me a while to get up the ranks because I have got some really ordinary performances in there wasn't happy with alamotti's performance only getting me 17 but look he's a cash cow so hopefully he can make me some cash quick and i can trade him out um you also had Pereira from the titans with nada bing nada boom zero that's not great and then uh martin from the warriors only got me 25 apart from that some 30s and 40s but like Hopgood. If you didn't have him in your team for round one, I don't know what you're doing. What an absolute weapon. 82 points. Like you said, Harry Grant did well. Payne Haas, exceptional stuff. Uh, and I did put the captaincy on Nathan Cleary. Mind you, this is the first time I've had Nathan Cleary ever playing fantasy. So I cannot wait to see Nico Hines back playing footy. And who knows, might get him straight away. Um, yeah, so not, not the best, but I did verse Nick in round one in our personal league. He ended up getting... 800 points against my 772. So close call, but um, just need to make those uh, better trades, I think, to get up the ranks. Now, Cal, look, that's not the only league we're in. We've got our own personal league with our mates, but we're also a part of some other leagues, mate. Yeah, yeah. So this year we've been invited to a couple of other leagues against some other uh, podcasts, which is pretty exciting. Um, I'll talk about this one that we're in first. Um, we're just pretty much firsting everyone in the fantasy community who run their own podcasts, a part of a podcast. And that's just an overall comp. So it's not actually head to head. Um, and our team after the first round is actually on top of that. So there's 22 teams in it and we're on top. So if the boys are listening who are versing us, then, you know, you got to try and catch us now. I'm sure you probably will. Um, it's a funny game, this fantasy thing, but no, pr- pretty impressive that we're up there straight away. Um, yeah, hopefully we can stay up there. It's pretty exciting for us. Uh, now, the the other league that we're in is a head-to-head one, um, and it's actually based on a community team. So we've reached out to a smaller group in our community at the beginning of the season to try and make a team uh, together. Yeah. We've pretty much got players who are in all of our own private league team. Um, so, so all those players, sorry, in that private league, we've got them to make a, a team for us. Yeah. And last week, unfortunately, we lost to the People Squad, which is Jamie um, off YouTube. So, unfortunately, we lost to him. Um, But that's all right. We only just lost, and we've got a couple of players back in this week. And I think we might be uh, pushing up the uh, 
ranks there. On top of that, though, um, we're going to start potentially, uh, It's hopefully it'll either be this week or beginning of next week, but we're going to look at creating our own Discord for the channel. So that'll be a great way for everyone to interact with each other as a community, talk about their own teams, ask questions to the community. The three blokes will be on there giving our advice, helping you out. Um, also, people probably from our own league will be on there, so you can ask them and annoy them about your teams. Um, and also, we'll be able to have input through that Discord on our community team and have votes each week on who we're wanting to trade in and out. So hopefully, that'll be up and running for next week. Beautiful. Some big announcements. Three blokes. And of course, Nick missing those big announcements. We uh, do apologize for his absence today during this episode. But look, we'd like to thank our sponsors for Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Podcast, starting off with Wolf Consulting and Risk. They're a Brisbane-based consulting firm servicing clients Australia-wide, specializing in areas of risk management, litigation support, and restructuring. So good on you, Wolf Consulting and Risk. Keep up the great work. And Harson Photography, if you are in Southeast Queensland, you're throwing a party or a big event, this is the service you need. Uh, they've got professional photography, videography, and some of the best DJs around. If you want to find out more, head along to harsonphotography.com or you can find them on all social media platforms. Let's get underway with our potty. We'll go through each team now, starting off with the Panthers team, Liz Callum. Yeah, mate. So it's the same 1-13 to 13, uh, from last week, but Scott Sorensen is out of that interchange bench spot with Matt Eisenhuth coming in for him and what the only change in performance it was from all queensland teams over round one how bloody yeah. the broncos getting up against the panthers yeah yeah i'm, I'm happy the broncos won i don't like <laughs> panthers but <laughs> as people know i'm not a huge fan of the bronx but no it was great to see all the queensland sides uh have a win round one i don't know if it'll happen again this year when all four of them win in the same round mm. Let's go through wait and see. players. Nathan Cleary had an okay game. Um, score of 61. A lot of people I know had him as captain. Do we still see Nathan Cleary as the best captaincy option, Cal, for our teams? Or should we be looking to trade him out for Nathan Cleary or potentially a new player to put as captain? Yeah, mate. So I, I'd be keeping Nathan Cleary as... I think I'm going to keep him as my captain this week. Mm. Uh, the alternatives for my team and I suppose for... Everyone else, if you're wanting to have a different captaincy option, would probably be uh, person that he's versing in this game in Cameron Murray, or potentially if you're wanting to go a real spice option, mm. Jermaine Hopgood. Yes, love that. That is good spice. Uh, Sonny Luke came onto the field from the bench, scored well at hooker with a 39 from 26 minutes. Really good scoring there. That also did include a try. Uh, do we look to get Luke into our teams after the game, or do we think... Uh, it's best if we wait until the bye next round. Yeah, um, I'm not quite sure on Sonny Luke yet. He was impressive in that little short stint that he had. And to be honest with you, mate, the Panthers attack just looked a lot cleaner. And it was, yeah, they were just attacking a lot better with him on the field um, other than Mitch Kenny. Uh, so I would consider Sonny Luke, but the fact that they have a bye um very shortly i think it is the next round actually i would probably wait until after just to see if his role increases this week and if it does and he gets that more time or if he gets more time on the field then he'll definitely be worth considering fantastic brian oh mate he was um underwhelming 29 yeah break even of 45 uh what's your advice of coaches who own brian toto yeah, I think you could probably maybe give him one more week. Uh, there was reports that he was going to be playing back on that left side, which we know he scores better on, and the Panthers normally go that side a lot more. Obviously, they're without kick out this year, and their attack oh, on the weekend wasn't great. Though. That was a horrible He did. Game. Yeah, the Bulldogs did not have a great performance. Um, But with with, with uh, Brian Tuo, he's on that right. You could probably give him another week just to see how he goes. If he doesn't perform... Um, after this week with the bye um, next week, then I just probably move him out of your team. And at his price range, you could probably potentially look at bringing in someone by the name of Reese Walsh if he does all right. That's true. This Didn't week. Think about that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Awkward price player now, Luke Gardner. Uh, again, pretty average score of 26, uh, break even of 37. He played 50 minutes on the weekend. 
Do we look at trading him out? Um, I think you could probably potentially hold him for another week. I would like, like, if I did own him though personally, I would just be trading him out because at that price, only scoring twenty six, like that's not great. Um, and the fact he's also sharing that role with Salmon on the bench. So as long as Salmon's there. It's, he's not going to play 80 and he probably really needs that 80 minutes to be able to push into those 40 scores with his break even at 37. But in saying that, look, he can bounce back. It is a tougher side though this week with the Rabbitohs. So yes. he might not. So it might be best maybe just potentially jump off now if you can. And that is our Thursday night game. Uh, Panthers taking on the Rabbitohs at eight o'clock. Let's talk about the Rabbitohs now. Uh, Isaac Thompson, he's out. No, mate, he, he's, he's retained his spot on that wing. Oh, um, which I is great news for coaches. Sorry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Um, Tane Milne's been named, though, amongst the 18 to 28, um, which is the reserve list. So you just got to keep an eye out uh, just to make sure he doesn't come into that wing spot. But he's Thompson's still there. Um, Cheekham starts with Jai Arrow out with a hamstring injury. Uh, Daniel Saluka for feeder starts at front row with Tavita Totola out. And Jed Cartwright joins the interchange bench, covering Cheekham's spot from last week. 66 for Cameron Murray, uh, break even of 60. So that's good signs. Um, did you expect him to score those big points? Yeah, mate. Yeah, I, th- I think he's probably, he was one of the must-haves, um, especially with Nico Hines going out last week. Mm. Murray was definitely going to play big minutes as well with that uh, bench that they had at the Rabbitohs. So I, like I said before, I think he could potentially be a good captaincy option if you're wanting to go away from Nathan Cleary. Um, obviously, the safe play is Nathan, but Murray's probably the next safest uh, player there. So Cameron Murray, if you don't have him, I know he's a lot of money, but try, try and get him. him if you can. Yeah, for sure. Let's talk about a player we haven't really spoken about preseason or haven't even considered this season. Lachlan Ilias, mate, 73 points. Who saw that coming? I definitely didn't. 73 points. That that included a try. So we'll just l- let you know that. But yes, if you're going to look at him, purchase with caution. I don't think he's going to be averaging 73 or scoring 73 points every game. Um, uh, he did look better though than what he did uh, this time last year. And obviously you'd expect that being another year now in the NRL yeah. um, and a whole preseason under his belt. But yeah, he was, he was pretty good. Um, I, I wouldn't be looking at him, though. Maybe one for your draft side if you can. Michael Cheekham, uh, he... Look, with the injury to Jai Arrow, is he someone to pick up after the score of 48 over the weekend? Um, I would consider it, given his price at 286 um, and with that negative three break even. But in saying that, you've got Jacob Host. We're not sure how long. Well, I'm not sure how long he's going to be out. Um, there was reports he might have been back this week. So if Jacob Host comes back, then if Jai Arrow is not fit, then Host will probably be the one that will go into that starting side or potentially be on the bench, and that'll take minutes away from Cheekham. So there might be safer options at that price, but I do see the appeal with his break even that low because there's some uh, cash cows for us that obviously didn't do great, and we need that price generation going up as soon as possible. So, yeah. Big shock. Big Shaq Mitchell, mate, 48 from 45 minutes. That's quite good. Yeah, I said on the potty last week with Nick that, oh, Shaq won't play anywhere above 20, 25 minutes. He came out and scored 45, well, played 45 minutes, scored 48. So unbelievable from him. Um, I would I would consider getting him if you, if you could with that negative three break even. I think he's a, a good option if you wanted to have someone that'll make you fast money. Um Against yeah, the Panthers, I, though, do you reckon he'll get that kind of score again? Yeah, well, it was up against the Sharks. Yes, the Sharks are a little bit, um, you know, they, they, they don't have Nicker Hines there at the moment and they didn't perform as good as what they did last year. But in saying that, Shaq, I, I think he could still have a decent performance. Um, as soon as he runs out into the field, you know he's made your money with that negative three break even. So um, you could probably look at him with the late buy as well for him. But I... If if you're really wanting to, you could probably potentially wait one more week um, and then trade him out for those blokes who you're willing to give one more week to for the, the, the cheapies that didn't perform. So, yeah, Shaq okay. Mitchell, definitely consider. And then Davey Mowale. Um, yes. Cheapy option, Cal. Yeah, 39 from 34, mate. Uh, he looked decent. 
But in saying that, I'd still probably put him in a similar uh, position as Shaq Mitchell. He's cheaper, so I'd wait and just see how he goes again this week um, and then bring him in potentially next week for those cashies who have failed. Rabbitohs or Panthers, Callum? Who are you going? I'm going the Rabbitohs, mate. Mm. Putting I got the Panthers. Ah, <laughs> uh, look, I wouldn't put it past myself. I don't have it on there yet, but... <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, I'm going to go the Rabbitohs as well. Just seeing the performance against the Broncos, I think they're... um, I don't know. I think they're lacking something. But time yeah. will tell. Uh, let's move on to the next game. First game for Friday night. It is the Eels taking on the Sharks. Now, let's talk about the Eels straight up. They lost. They lost round one. We yeah, were... they lost to Melbourne. Yeah, it's lost to Melbourne. Um, very close game. Harry Grant went over and scored, which we all love to see for our fantasy sides. Um, looking at the Eels team list this week, mate. Sean Russell uh, starts for Isaac Lemu. Oh, Lumi, Lumi, sorry. Um, he that's the only change for the team. Um, all three in the back there with Hopgood, uh, Dury, and Cartwright. Are all named to start again, which is great for us. Let's talk about Hopgood, mate. 82 points, break even of negative one. He is still at a really cheap price. If coaches don't have him on their team, what do you want to say to him? You need to get him ASAP. Rip apart your team, do whatever you can, because <laughs> negative one break even. I wouldn't expect, I, I don't think he's going to get less than 50 points at this stage. Um, yeah. He played the whole game for that 82 points, which is a little bit worrying for me because I don't know if he will play the whole game this week. They might manage his time a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but in saying that, I still see him playing 60, 65 minutes if they do decide to rest him. Yeah. And look, we saw what he did last week. He was going better than a point a minute for majority of the game. And he also had a lot of demerits in that game too. So that score could have been mid-90s. So I th- you just have to get him. Top player, top performance, round one. Let's hope good things come our way with having Hopgood in our team. Let's move on to Matt Dory. He scored a little quieter in round one compared to his trial games, but still managed to score 31 points. Uh, Are you happy with how he performed, Cal? Yeah, I'm happy with the 31. Um, I was expecting a little bit more from him. Mm. Uh, He didn't play the whole game. So that's, you know, that, that dropped his points down a little bit there. But he's got a break even now of eight. So he'll make you a, a bit of money. And he's probably someone that you can just stick with for that little bit of period of time until we find out what's happening with the Eels side with Ryan Madison and Sean Lane when they're back in it. Yeah, for sure. And then Bryce Cartwright uh, came out last round and scored well with 57. With his break even at negative nine, is he someone to chase and get into our teams? Or is it okay to leave him and go for some cheaper players who can still make us a bit of moolah? Um, yeah, the Cardi party. I didn't get involved in the Cardi party, unfortunately. He came out and scored 57. Is Did not see it happening. Not getting in now, mate? 100%. Um, yeah. I know a lot of people are saying, oh, look, you, you've missed out on him now. Um, he's jumped up already a fair bit in his price. But he's still under 300k, negative nine break even. Um, even if he's only there for the next three weeks, if he continues to score in the mid 40s, Mm. He could potentially get up to around that 450, 500K price. So if he can do that this quickly, wow. It's just, it's exactly what you need at the beginning of your season. You need people generating money for your team. Yes. So Cartwright, you you can leave him out and go for cheaper options, but I think I might potentially chase him. Get on the Cartwright party. Cardi party. Very good. Cardi party. Team, mate. Um, what, what? How are we looking? How are they looking without Nico Hines still? Um. Yeah, so Nico Hines is still out this week. Um. I believe there's reports that he's actually just started back uh, running a little bit um, with his leg injury. So might be here for next week, might not. Um, fingers crossed he isn't though because I decided to bring Tricky Trindle, Braden Trindle, into my side last week and I hope he um, continues to be in there just to get some more uh, price rises out of him. Yep. Uh, but Jack Williams and Wade Graham are the ones out of this side this week. Connor Tracy and Royce Hunt are on the bench for them. So, yeah. Let's talk about uh, individual players from the Sharks from round one. Teague Wilton, 45 points, uh, break even of 32. Uh, two, sorry, still around that awkward price of 
548k. Do you think Teague's still a good pickup? Yeah, I, I don't mind him. Um, he had a lot of demerits uh, in that game. So I think, I, I don't know how many off the top of my head he had, but I know he probably would have scored almost close to 60 yep. if he didn't have that. Um, you know, and that 45 included a try. So, yeah, I, I still think he's someone, if you're wanting to purchase, you can. There are people, though, at the moment in that position who are cheaper that'll make you some more money. But in terms of points, Teague's probably one of the safest options. And if you if you own him, you're definitely not selling him at this point. And let's talk about your man, Trindle. 33 points over the weekend. What do you reckon? Yeah, he stepped into that number seven role. Um, did pretty good. Uh, 33, I was expecting maybe something slightly higher, maybe pushing towards the 40, but still I'm happy with that 33. He's got that break even at seven now, so he's going to make money. We just need him to stay on that field for a little bit longer until Nico Hines comes back into that side. And as long as he's out there, he'll be making money for your team. So if you have him, hold him. Um, if you're wanting to get him, it could be slightly risky with Hines because we, we just don't know when he's going to be back. If he's going to be back next week, then you're only going to have him for one week. Yeah. Um, but if, if you're wanting to get quick money, I won't say no to bring him in just for one week. All right. Eels or Sharks, Cal, who you got? Um, I'm actually going to go the Eels, I think, for this one. Yeah, yeah, I'll go the Eels. I'm go Eels as well. I just I think um the Sharks are really missing Nico Hines' uh plays in the halves. So um yep, going Eels as well. Let's talk about the second game coming up Friday night. It's Nick versus Callum. It's the Bronx taking on the boys, the Cowboys. And let's, uh, yeah. let's start, mate, with the Broncos. Reese Walsh, he's back. He's back, starting at fullback, which is great because we've actually had him in our community side. Um, oh. So we, we we were using him as a looper last yeah, week, yeah. a pretty expensive looper. But I know a lot of the boys from our community have been keen on Reese Walsh. There are a few Broncos fans in our group, so a little bit of bias there. But uh, Reese Walsh, if he performs as he did in the trials, then we'll be right. Um, Selwyn Cobbo is the one that goes back to the wing with right. Reese Walsh in the side, and Jesse Arthur's uh, is out back into that um, extended reserve list. Yeah, okay, wow. I like to see uh, Cobbo on the wing. That's really spicy. But let's talk about individual performances. Carrigan had a great game, uh, 65 points. Cal, what did you think of his performance? Paddy Carrigan, thank you very much. I was a little bit worried about his performance earlier on. Um, but he came back on the field after just going off before the first half. And yeah, 65 points, it's it's great. His break-even's now lower. Looks like he might push up to 800K mark, which is what we're wanting. Mm. Um, if he can stay that until around the origin period, then it'd be great because then you'd be able to trade him on if you're wanting to for overall purposes to get in whoever whoever you want pretty much. Um, so Paddy Carrigan, yeah, 65, pretty good player. If you wanted to get him, you can. I'm still worried about his minutes though with yes. um, Payne Haas as well on the side with all the other forwards. Let's talk about Payne Haas because the, the issue that you have, if you want both Payne and Carrigan, they're both on the same team. And when it comes to that buy round from the Broncos, you can't afford having two mids out of your team. So let's talk about Payne Haas, 63 points over the weekend, break even of 51. He looked pretty good out there, Cal. He did. He was going a, um, better than a point a minute at one stage. Um, so I was actually kicking myself. I'm like, oh, I should have went Payne Haas instead of Paddy Carrigan. Should have found the extra money. But then Carrigan came out and, as we know, scored better than him. Mm. Uh, but, you know, 63, That's it's great. It's what we expected, I know there was a lot of talks in the preseason about, oh, you can't start with Payne Haas because of the off-field dramas that he's had. But that was he's proved today. people wrong in the past. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming from a lot of people, mate. <laughs> I had some doubts. Um, but look, he he's, he came out, he's proved people wrong in the past with that and he proved them wrong again uh, this round. So I don't mind Payne Haas if you're wanting to pick him up, get him in your side, even if yeah. you still have Paddy Carrigan. Um, if you wanted to go both Broncos, you can because they got the later buy. Um, but in saying that as well, you just got to be careful of the minutes that they're going to play because who knows with Kevy, yeah, uh, they might rest them. And with that game so close against Penrith, they might have had a higher um, amount of minutes than what they would normally get. So just keep that in mind. But they're both great options coming in the round two. Yeah. A position that gives us all headaches, winger fullback position. Now, with Reese Walsh returning from round one, going into round two, do we look to bring him in? 
Yeah, um, I would consider it. I would heavily consider bringing him in. Uh, I might be looking at potentially a plan to get him in my side next week if he does well, because the next few games after this one for the Broncos is a bit of an easier draw for them. So I would expect Reese Walsh to do pretty good. Mm. Uh, you just need, you, you probably can't afford to wait one more week though to see, because obviously the trial forms um, have been a lot different to how players have actually performed. And there's a lot in, well, two in particular in the Cowboys side who had a terrible trial and came out last week and absolutely killed it. So Reese Walsh had a great trial, um, might not do as good this week in the NRL, but you never know. You just need to probably wait one more week. All right, let's move on to your boys, the Cowboys. They had a great performance over the weekend, getting the W. Uh, individual performances, we got to start with Reese Robson, mate. You would have been over the moon with his performance. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's no changes as well to this team, which just makes it a lot better as well. It's It's great to see no one getting injured for us straight away. Uh, Reese Robson. Oh, I've had him all preseason, and I decided to go Harry Grant. Yes, Harry Grant scored a little bit more, but Harry Grant had a try. Reese Robson didn't. Seventy-four points from eighty minutes, like far out. And you see, so much cheaper as well. It's like sixty k cheaper. Yeah, it's money I could have spent elsewhere. But, but that trial, like I said, with Harry Grant, off. he's going to be pretty consistent for the Storm. Yeah, yeah. I like. What 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 we've been saying the uh, whole preseason of Grant, Cook, Robson, they all came out and scored really well this week. Um, they're going to be the top three hookers. You've got to get them in at some point. Whether you can look to get two gun hookers in straight away yep. with Reese Robson's draw later, um, I don't know if you can, but he, he's a great player. You're going to have to get him at some point. Ruben Cotter, 60, break-even of 46, priced at 7.52. Uh, again, another great performance from Ruben Cotter going from how he did last season. Yeah, yeah, played big minutes as well. So I think he played 67 minutes or thereabouts. Um, I, th- I think as well, I, I didn't get to see the whole game because um, I was out running around attempting to play some cricket. Um, so... Yeah, I didn't get to see the whole game, um, but I think he played a little bit on the edge um, when Cohen Hess went off. So it didn't really affect his points too much. Obviously, in the middle, he gets more points, but 60 points, it's great. His break even's now a little bit lower. So I w- I would consider him as a pickup for sure. Val Holmes, mate. Had there we go. <laughs> yeah, not too bad. Um, you probably just hold on to him. Same as Scott Drinkwater. Yep. Uh, if, you, if you have them, just hold them because, you know, the Cowboys have that softer draw as well after this round against the, the Bronx. So hold on. Queensland Derby Friday night in the second game of Friday night footy. Cow, I, I'm guessing you're going to be biased here and go for the Cowboys to get the W. Calm the cows, calm the Cowboys. They're going to win. All right. I'm going to go, sorry, mate, Bronx. I, I They look really enough. good round one. I just think that, um not to say that Cowboys didn't, I just think the Bronx... No, no. They're looking good. They're looking real good. I understand. I think a lot of people are going to do that as well. Yeah. Sorry, mate. Sorry to say that. Uh, Let's move on to Saturday. Super Saturday. We kick off, I reckon, with another good game here. Roosters taking on the Warriors. Uh, How are the Roosters looking after their tough loss against the Dolphins? They're looking shit. I can't believe they lost. Like, fair dinkum. (laughs) I know I, they never play well round one. There's a record. I don't think they've won round one for ages, but no, yeah, they were terrible. They were terrible. They just kept dropping the ball, too many errors. Um, but a player that can fix that, Joseph Manu, he's back. Uh, he missed last week with a facial fracture. So, Joey Manu, welcome back, son. Uh, Matt Lodge is out. Uh, Fletcher Baker starts at front row for him. Uh, Victor Radley's been named despite his HIA last week. Uh, and both Jack, Jake Turpin and Drew Hutchison have been named on the interchange bench. Very yeah. good. Oh. Yeah. Tell you who's not very good, round one, Brandon Smith. What the heck happened? 34 points. Um, I, I don't know if he went off for a HR. I, I can't remember. I think he might have. Um, oh, he didn't, did he? Oh, he, got, he got hit pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> that was huge. Yeah. I, I don't know if there's rumors going around that he was getting his ribs checked, the scan. I, I could be wrong, but I think I read something somewhere. After that, um, I, I wouldn't I, be surprised, man. 
Yeah, yeah. So Brandon Smith, 34. Mm. You had to go in because everyone else was going. Do we sell? Um, oh, I'm heavily considering selling him this week. Um, yeah. Just with that bench as well, I do not like the fact that Turpin and Hutchison are on that bench because I think Brandon Smith will have that set that he has at hooker. But with Turpin in the side, Turpin will come on, and I'm assuming Brandon Smith will probably then go back to the middle and play uh, probably potentially for Victor Radley. And who knows, if Victor Radley's not right, um, they might even put Smith there Yeah, uh, at the beginning of the game. So, yeah, I I, I don't know. I am, I can tell you to hold – like, I, I can see both um, arguments here. You can hold him, and hopefully he bounces back because he's still got that high percentage um, of ownership. Or you can go against – everyone and say you know what you did nothing for me you've got to buy in a couple of weeks why not just trade you down as someone who's going to make me money or who's performing better at that same price yep i'm heavily considering getting rid of brandon smith not gonna lie let's talk about egan butcher now he got sinbin at one point which dropped his points question is do we keep him or do we trade him out yeah, this is the other bloke I've got my side from the Roosters. Um, I was devastated when he went off. He didn't play the 80, obviously, because of that um, Simbin and lost points as a result from that Simbin and also for not being on the field. So he would have done a little bit better. What's that, mate? Should have gone Nat. Yeah, I know. Nat, Nat did perform better. Um, I did. I thought there was some value in Butcher. And look, there probably still is. Um with my trades this week, I'm actually considering potentially trading out both Brandon and Egan. Um, it's a big move. It's very risky because I still think Egan has a lot more upside, especially with Brandon Smith. I, I don't think Brandon Smith's got as much upside with those two on the bench. Yeah, uh, But Egan's still got some upside. I don't know, though. I might just consider saying, you know what? It's early in the season. Why not make the move? But... It's, yeah. There's just risk involved. I think you can still hold him, though. There's definitely value for him. All right, let's move on to another player. We've got Joseph Suwala... Uh, oh, I can never get his Suwali'i. name. Suwali'i. Suwali'i, there you go. Scored 30 points. Uh, do we hold him in centre position? Yeah, if, you, if you've got him, hold. He's got the jewel. Um, yeah, just hold him. Simple as that. Awkward price, hey? He is awkward, yeah. Yeah, very awkward. But if if you if you started with him, there's no point selling him on after that. You may as well just hold. And we talked about it earlier that position that gives us a lot of headaches because we don't know who to go with for the wing of fullback. Uh, James Tedesco. If you got him, you would have had a massive headache, probably a migraine after his performance. Twenty nine over the weekend, Cal. That's uh, pretty disappointing. Yeah, mate. Very disappointing. A lot of people say well have have had the argument in preseason that he starts slow. And that's why you can't start with him. Um, I didn't really see it. I, I still thought he performed quite well other round ones previous years. But the Roosters start slow. And as we saw over the weekend, they started very slow, uh, losing to the Dolphins. But Teddy, he's going to drop a lot of um, going to drop a lot of money now. So he's just one to wait, see how he performs. Hopefully he loses about 100K, 150K will be nice. And then you can bring yeah. him in. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the Warriors. Tamari Martin, 25 points, break-even of 19. He wasn't really involved, I saw, against the Knights over the weekend, mate. No, I wasn't as, as involved as what I was expecting him to be. Um, Warriors as well, they've got no changes, so that's great. They're like the Cowboys, keeping the winning formula together. Yeah, uh, But Tamari Martin, yeah, didn't get involved as much. Um, break-even still at 19, so he scored better than what his break-even's at. 25, I think, is his base. Uh, a lot of the ball, though, I noticed in that game went to Sean Johnson. So Sean Johnson was doing a lot of the kick meters, and Tamari didn't really get much of a go. But I still, I, I think if you have him, you can hold him for another week, see how, see how he performs, and you might be able to move him on potentially next week or the week after. My new favorite player in the 2023 season, Shanzi, Clockstad. Shanzi. Shanzi. <laughs> he actually did all right. 51 points. How good. Yeah, I didn't see this coming, especially with his trial form. But I'll say it now: do not take trial form seriously. It's yeah. it's rubbish. So, Nickel Clockstar fifty one. 
there's appeal for him to bring him in. Um, I don't know how he'll go against the Roosters. I think Roosters will be wanting to come out and prove a point this weekend against the Warriors, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, but the Warriors, I still think they'll have a great performance. Chance is solid at the back. He'll probably score, I'm thinking, maybe a 30 this week. And with that break even of nine, you know, it's worth considering. He'll, he'll make money. Now, this is going to cause a lot of controversy between coaches. Tohu Harris, man, he had a great game over the weekend. Uh, 70 points from 80 minutes playing middle for the Warriors. Is he someone to look at purchasing now before price rises? Yeah, 70 points from 80 minutes. He played um, a role like uh, uh, pretty much Isaiah Yo does. Obviously, the uh, Warriors coach um, came from the, the Panthers system. So, obviously, he likes what Isaiah Yo and what they're doing with him. And he saw potential with Tohu Harris having a similar role. And we know he can ball play. Yeah. Um, 70 points from 80 minutes. It's great. If you wanted to get him in, he's pod. I think he was only at 3.7% ownership this morning when I had a look at the app. So if yeah. you wanted to get him in, you can. I'm considering it. So yeah, good good player. Has pedigree as well. He's he scored well in the past. Final player. We'll talk about the Warriors before moving on. Jackson Ford. Uh, 44. Not too bad. Yeah, 44. And that had some demerits as well. So he, he would have scored in the mid-50s without those demerits. And with his price and his dual, um, he's a great pickup still. Break even, break even of ten. So, yeah, if you don't have him, I'd be looking at getting him in as soon as you can. Played eighty minutes as well from with that forty four, so it's great. All right, Roosters or Warriors? Who are you going for? Uh, I'm going to go the Roosters, mate. They got a point to make. They got a point to make. Mm-hmm. We're going Warriors. Why not? Lock it in. Oh, yes, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, let's move on to the Dolphins taking on the Raiders. I reckon this is going to be another great game, a hard-hitting game, mate. So let's uh, start off with the Dolphins after a history-making debut win against the Roosters in round one. How are they looking going in the round two? Yes, mate. One change. Ray Stone is out and Mason T is in on for him on the interchange. All right, let's go through some individual performances. Mark Nichols, mate. 75 points, break even of negative one, priced at 479. Is he is he a buy this week, surely? What is happening here? Seriously, Mark Nichols, <laughs> 75 <laughs> points. Wow. Like he, he scored a right previously in the past, but off the bench, 75 points, scored a try. Yeah. I just couldn't believe it. Like fair income. He's not going to do this every week. There's no do chance. Do we get him in? No, you can't <laughs> go in. You can't. Although, can you? No, you can't. No. Negative one break even, though. Like, That's spicy. Wowee. He's going to make money. But 75 points. I can't believe that. Priced already at nearly 500K. You can't. Yeah. Nah, he's already... I think he had a price rise of almost like 40 or 50K, so you can't go him now. Too awkward. Too awkward. Jeremy Marshall King made 68 points, break even of 33. Good pot option at hooker. Yeah, he might be. Um, the only concern is he might be slightly too inconsistent to consider. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, he's come out and did pretty well for them. Looked good in the game. Um, but yeah, I, I'd just be wanting to spend that little bit extra and go for the top three that we said in Cook, Robson, or Grant, pretty much. Sean O'Sullivan, uh, another player who had an exceptional game. Uh. 63 points over the weekend. Is he someone worth considering? Yeah. Um, he's definitely someone worth considering. He came out and did quite well. Um, I I won't be going him for my own team, uh, but he is definitely another alternative option if you're wanting to go for a playmaker who's going to do a lot for their team, and he will be one of those playmakers. And it, it, as I was saying, he might be an alternative to the likes of Adam Dewey, um, who scored well, mm. uh, maybe even a Daily Cherry Evans to partner your Clearer Hines, pretty much, mm. if you're wanting to do, if you're not wanting to get both. So, yeah, decent option. What about this player as an option? The Hammer. Tabai Fidel. Yes. Mate, 52 points, break even of eight. Pretty cheap still at 402K. Uh, he's got that dual position as well, and he's in the centres, which... We both know, and Nick knows as well, pretty hard position to fill. Is he worth a, a buy? He could be. I was not high on him um, all preseason, and 
he might be someone to consider potentially getting. Um, but look, I, I'd probably wait after this round just to see how they go against the Raiders, but he, he, he could do all right. Mate, that Wayne Bennett effect, eh? You just, you don't yeah. think these players or teams going to do well. And then after round one, you're just scratching your head going, what did I miss? That's it. Uh, there's there's another person before we get to the Raiders, mate. I forgot to put them on the sheet here. Um, that's Isaiah Katoa. Uh, a lot of people started with him. Um, yeah. I was going to, but then decided to go Trindle just because I thought Trindle would be a little bit safer option. Um, unfortunately for Isaiah Katoa, um, he only scored 11 points. He's still in the side for them. So if you own Isaiah Katoa, if you're one of the 52.6% who own him, I'd still hold him because he's dropped price, which I don't didn't know was possible because 230K looked like it was the basement. They've dropped him to 223, which I think is ridiculous. I thought 230 was it, but... Wow. No, they've dropped him below. So it'd be interesting to see if his price keeps going hold. down. You can't sell him now. No, you've pretty much got to hold him. Um, break here of 19, so he can get past that. Uh, you just need the Dolphins to have another great game and for him to be slightly more involved. Well, let's see how they go against the Raiders. Uh, um, Rapner's out, Callum. Yeah, Jordan Rapner's out. I believe he's suspended um, for a tackle that he did against one of the Cowboys players. Uh, Albert Hopewade's in for him on the wing, and that's the only change for the Raiders. So no Josh Papali'i as of yet. What did you think of uh, Tarpany's performance? Um, yeah, I I think it's all right. It's Forty five points up in um, Townsville in the heat a little bit. Uh, like I, I don't think you can take too much away from it as, as a negative side. He's scored 45 for 49 minutes. Uh, that included eight missed, well, sorry, four missed tackles. So negative eight points there and also one error. So, and also a penalty. So 12 points he missed out on. So could have, end, could have ended up uh, getting 57 from that 49. So he's not, not a worry. If you own him, keep him. Simple as that. What do you think of Pasami Sulo? Yeah, that's him. Um, 34 points from 33 minutes. Decent. Um, the, the risk involved, though, if you're wanting to select him with his break even now at seven, with and you know he's going to be making money. The risk is Josh Papali'i coming back into the side. We're not sure how long he's going to be. Uh, so you've got to take him with caution. Um, but at this point of time, if you own him, keep going. He'll make your money unlike some other people. So just hold him. Uh, Harley Smith Shields, our last player to discuss from the Raiders, 23 points over the weekend, uh, break even pretty low at 13 and pretty cheap at 256K. Uh, he did a lot better than the other cheap options, center options. Yes. Yeah, did a lot better. Um, well, when I say a lot, probably only seven points more, but... <laughs> Yeah, they all add up. Um, Smith yeah. Shields, I said last week, probably isn't someone to buy whilst he's playing at centre. I like him better on the wing. Scores better there. But if you've gone him, he's, he's going to be a decent option for you. Um, you can hold him. So I, I wouldn't be looking at buying him, though, this week. Raiders, Dolphins, Callum. Raiders. Raiders, Raiders. Go on the Dolphins. I think Wayne Bennett is a genius. Anyway, I'm still taking on the Bulldogs. That is the final game for Super Saturday. Let's go through the storm, mate. Any uh, changes? Um, Wishart, mate. Tyron Wishart's in at 5'8 for the injured Cameron Munster, who's out with that finger injury from oh, last week. That was gnarly. Yeah, a bit of a tough injury for him. So hopefully he has a speedy recovery there. But that's the, that's the one change. And let's talk about Munster's performance. Uh, 44 of course, he was injured. Does that create an excuse for how he scored over the weekend, though? I th I think it does. If you own him, I'd be looking at moving him on. Um, you may as well potentially look at the options of Cherry Evans next week when he's back in after his great performance over the weekend. Or maybe look at Adam Dewey, potentially. So if you've got Munster, it's probably best you just move him on. And Harry Grant... Mate, it's great seeing him perform once again this year. Uh, pretty safe option to have in your team, hey? 
Yeah, very safe. He also had a few demerits, so um, he would have scored even better than what he did with that uh, 76. So it's exciting. Um, obviously, that try at the end in uh, Golden Point made his points go up a fair bit, but Grants is going to be a safe option. I think he's going to be the best hooker option this year, just in front of maybe Reese Robson at this stage. But yeah, Harry Grant, he's great. Trent Lorio, mate, uh, decent game against the Eels, 45 points, played the entire game. Is he a must-have if we've missed him? Uh, I think I think he is if you've missed him. Uh, break even of 15, so he's going to make you some money. Uh, and I think he will probably score in that mid-40 range from now on, which means he could potentially get up to that 600K mark, uh, which means, you know, it's, it's great money-making from him. And your side's just going to benefit from having him in. So if you didn't get him, you still can. He's only gone up that little bit. Obviously, that price is a little bit more awkward now at that 410 mark. Mm -hmm. Uh, But if you've got money in the cap and you're wanting to upgrade someone else, I wouldn't mind upgrading one of those cheapies to Trent just because he's got a safer uh, job security than some of them. And he's going to score you better points as well. And then Katoa, let's talk about his performance. Uh, didn't score as well compared to his Storm teammate on the other edge. Still managed to get 39 points, though, from the entire game, which is, you know, kind of decent from a player who costs you 456k break even of 25. Is he still a great option for those who didn't select him last round? Yeah, I, I still think if you didn't select him, then you could probably target him. But I think both edges at the Storm are, are good buys. I said it last week. Um, so he's still got m- money to make. Together. No, I've got both. I think if you can have both, you can. You, you may as well get them. They're going to give you. Um, they're going to make you some money. There's value in them. So with the draw as well, I think their draw does get slightly easier. So, um, and look against the Bulldogs, their performance last week, I, I could see them scoring quite well potentially. And I hear that there's no changes for Bulldogs, Callum. Yeah, no changes at this point. But I wouldn't be surprised if they do a little bit of a reshuffle. Um, an hour before kickoff and bring some players in and out because what they had last week, especially with the 13 of New Brown, I don't think the, they look great at all with that setup. But Top contenders I'm, together. I'm not a coach. No, no, I still think they'll be... Um, I don't know if they'll make the eight, uh, but they'll be thereabouts. I still think they'll, they can improve. Um, yeah, I, I, I still think there's a lot worse of teams that are going to get the spoon than them. Yeah, for sure. All right, Reed Marnie, great effort on the weekend, 71 points. Um, is he potentially someone that you can compare to Cook, Grant, or Robson? I was happy with Reed Marnie, mate. He's in my draft side, so I was cheering. <laughs> um, but, yeah, he started a lot better than what he did last year. In saying that, I still wouldn't consider him as a purchase. Um, I think he had a try with that 71. So I'd be more inclined, as I've said, this whole potty to go the Cook, Grant and Robson, if you can, and just spend that little bit extra because they're going to be more consistent for your team. Yep. Less headaches. Uh, Ryan Sutton, solid game, scored well, 47 points from 57 minutes. That's quite good. Uh, is he a good mid-range option to bring in? Yeah, Nick brought him up last week as a little bit of a pot option uh, during our analysis of the Bulldogs team. Um, there was minutes there for him to play. and He's played those minutes and he scored quite well. Um, I would expect him to score a little bit more than that 47 from if he's going to play close to 60 minutes. So there's definitely value there with his break even at 25. Uh, it's just whether you can get him now at that 505K price range. It's awkwardly priced. But, if, you know, if, if you have the likes of Brandon Smith or Egan Butcher or one of those mid-rangers who you yeah, might be considering moving on, Ryan Sutton, could potentially be someone to get in. Um, but also keep in mind, Pango Jr. will be back shortly as well. So it might take minutes away from him. Hayes Perham, 26 points. Um, is he a keep for owners? Um, if you've got him, I would still keep him. Uh, yeah. In saying that, though, I wouldn't be buying him. Yeah, fair enough. Simple as that. And a player that I was really disappointed uh, bringing him into my team straight up for the 2023 season, Alamotti, Paul Alamotti. Oh, yeah, yeah, 17 points over the weekend, break even of 15. I mean, he is a cheap option, but surely we're expecting him to score a bit more than 17. Yeah, he struggled, mate. Um, I, I think he'll do better. Uh, I don't know if it'll be this week against 
that storm outfit. Um, but look, I, I, I think he's okay. You may as well hold him at the moment. Yeah. Hopefully he'll get around his break even. Hopefully he'll crash over and score a try this week. That'd be nice. Um, I'm sure the Bulldogs will be wanting to come out and show that they're not just a, a better side on paper and they'll actually want to come out and prove themselves this week after that disappointing loss against Manly. So if you've got Alamotti, I would hold. All right. And then Preston, Jacob Preston, scoring only 18, 52 minutes off the bench. Is he a hold as well? Yeah, he had a few demerits. Um, yeah. It would have scored in the mid-30s from that 52 minutes. Played on that edge for them. So I, I think he will definitely be a hold. I wouldn't be surprised. I said it last week, I wouldn't be surprised if he starts. But yep. this week, given that the experiment of uh, playing some other players in that middle there last week didn't do um, that, that, that didn't do as great as what the coach would probably be expecting. Uh, yep. I wouldn't be surprised if Preston starts on the edge. I'm not even going to ask who you think is going to win this game, Callum. Let's just move on to Sunday afternoon. Oh, what a round of football we've got here. Let's talk about round two Sunday. Tigers versus the Knights. Yippee. Uh, who is missing from the Tigers? Um, there's only one player missing, and that's Pole. So, Fanoa Pole is not playing this week. Alex Seyfarth is on the bench for him. Sean Bloor, I know a lot of people have picked him up. Um, he went off last week with a HIA. So, despite that, he has been named, which is great for his owners. So, yeah, that's pretty much it for their teamers. Let's talk about one of the main characters from the Scream franchise, Dewey. Boy, oh boy, 64 points. Uh, what a performance he had for the Tigers round one against the Titans. Yeah, great performance. Um, scored a try, I'm pretty sure. Um, but he, like there, there was a lot of demerits with him. He would have scored 70, high 70s, I think, if he didn't have those demerits. So great option. I'm actually considering maybe potentially bringing him in this Ooh. week to my own team. Wow. Which would be nice to have. Um but there's a lot of, like I said earlier, there's some risky trades I might have to make if I'm wanting to do that. Well, is he a player that you could potentially scramble around to get if you are planning on trading out Brandon Smith? He is a potential, yeah. I think I think if you're going to trade Brandon Smith, you're either going to have to go low to one of those cheap players or and try and get some money, or you're going to have to go, yeah, you're going to have to go up to a gun, or yeah. there's still that option if you're wanting to. And just hold, which is a safer option. But if you wanted to play it a bit risky early on, why not? Adam got Dewey's a decent option. Mate. Got to risk it sometimes. Brent Naden, uh, he scored well 50 points over the weekend. Is he another option to bring in this week? Yeah, I didn't actually consider Brent Naden um, leading up to uh, round one. Um, he did all right in the trials as well. So 50 points. Um, I don't think he's going to score that every week. But with his low price, with the center jewel, with the winger fullback, you know, we've, we've been saying it all, Potty people have struggled. Uh, he's got that break even too. He'll make money. Um, they went his side a fair bit, but you've just got to be cautious. A, a team like the Tigers, who haven't really performed as of yet, getting an outside back's not great, um, and they might not score as well. And one of those players, <laughs> the outside backs who didn't score great, was the next bloke, Riles. Tommy Talao. <laughs> Far out. Nah. Um, yeah. Sell. Do we even consider bringing him in? Um, if you didn't get him, I would not be bringing him in. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we said it. I went through that list in the preseason of what he scored previously playing in the centers and it was yuck. And it was just one of these games and he just had a, a yucky one. Um, but against the Knights, who did not look great last week, who knows, Talao might be better. He's playing outside of Dewey. Dewey might just put him through a hole as he did in the trial and Talao might bounce back and score a mid-20 or 30. Just to score tries every week for you. No, I know. I know. But that, that's what you're going to have to hopefully rely on with these um, cheap centre options, unfortunately. There's a lot of a lot of them who are going to struggle, I think. But and then he's a hold if you've got let's him. Let's talk about Sean Bloor really quickly. Uh, 13 points last round, break even of 20. Not looking good for coaches who have Bloor in their side. Yeah, um, I've got him in a couple of our other uh, ones. So I'm not overly concerned. He dropped a little bit in price. Um, but th he got 13 from 18 minutes before his HIA. So 13 from 18 is not too bad. Bateman's still not in the side. 
So that's that's great for him because once Bateman's in, you don't know what's going to happen. They might sell him off the bench. They might bring him straight away into that role. But Bloors, I, I still think he can score um, mid-40s, maybe mid-30s. So he'll, he should get past his break even, hopefully, this week for you if you've got him. And let's talk about the Knights uh, who are taking on the uh, Tigers this week. How's their team looking? Any big changes? Uh, Adam Elliott's out. Uh, Jack Johns is in, so that's a pretty big change for him. Um, Adam Elliott was only on the the interchange bench, though, so that's where Johns will be. Greg Marsu, however, um, missed last week with an injury. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he's named prior to kickoff if he's fit for Heimel Hunt. Yep. All right, uh, let's go through individual performances over the weekend. Jackson Hastings, 46 points. Uh, what did you think of his performance, honestly? Yeah, I, I, yeah, it wasn't too bad. If, if you own him, I'd still say he's a hold. Hold, yeah. Um, yeah, he's, got, he's goal kicked. He kicked a couple of good goals as well. So against the Tigers, who are... Disappointing last week. Knights might do all right, and yeah. Hastings might score well. We, we've been talking about in preseason that the Knights have a soft draw. Um, I don't think you can purchase Hastings though. I, he's probably going to score what his break even is, and he's not much value really. And that you can't just risk it to depend on him every single week at six hundred. Yeah, exactly. You can't do it. Yeah, don't do yeah, exactly. It. Yep, Kalen Ponga, thirty-one points. Um, had a great start to the game, though. Early try assist. He was looking good, but he didn't get many points after what has been considered the story of the week in the NRL or the HIAs late in the game. Um, what did you think of his performance? Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Um, you know, as you said, he had that great try assist early on. I think he was on like 18 points from, I don't know, it was like around 10, 12 minutes, not even. Um, so... Looked all right, and we've gone, oh, no, have we missed out on Caelan Ponger? Is he going to be a gun? But no, no. If you've got him, I might look at moving him on. Don't know, though. I'd, you, you just can't go him. Simple as that. And Lachlan Miller, uh, 43 points over the weekend. That's actually a really good performance from him. Yeah, thankfully, he performed. He was a top scorer in my wing of fullbacks. Um, yeah, looked good. I think he's going to be... A uh, player who can score those 40s and will be all right for your team. You can just hold on to him at the moment, especially with their draw, as we said in the preseason. Miller might benefit from it. I'm going to go Knights this round, Callum. Yeah, I'm not sure who I'm going to back with this one. Um, it, it's just a game. It's of pretty course. much a toss of a coin. I'm going to go... You know what? I'm going to go the Tigers. I'm not, I, yeah, I'm going to go the Tigers at home. All right, beautiful. Let's move on to our last game of round two. Sunday night, finishing up with the Dragons versus the Titans. I think this is actually going to be quite a good game. Dragons are considered to be the heavy favorites for the Wooden Spoon. So I think it's going to be great training practice for uh, the Titans. But let's start off with the Dragons. This, this is actually their first game of the proper season. So what's their team it looking is. like? Yeah, so at fullback, they've got Tyrell Sloan on the wings. They've got Matt Figai and also uh, Michaeli Ravalawa. In the centers, they have Moses Suli and Zach Lomax. In the halves, Jaden Sullivan and Ben Hunt. Go Dozer. Um, front row, they've got Francis Molo and Blake Laurie. Starting hooker, Moses Mbai. <laughs> um, sorry, <laughs> I haven't seen that yet. Uh, on the edges, they've got Ben Murdoch, Masilla and Jaden Sewer. At locks, Jack Bird. Uh, the person who I thought was going to be starting at hooker, Jacob Little, he's on the f- first um, named on the bench, so number 14. Then they've got Zane Musgrove, Toby Couchman, and Michael Molo. Couchman, I think that's his debut, potentially. Never heard of him before, so good on him if it is. All right. Well, let's uh, let's go through some individual players going into their first game of footy. Jack Bird. Break even of 42, priced at 607. Again, that awkward price for an individual player. Um, where do you see him? Do you think he could be a more consistent centre than others? Yeah, I think he will be, especially if he continues to start at lock. Obviously, they don't have Jack the Bell on there this week, uh, but he could easily come in for either 
Francis Marlowe and Blake Laurie if the uh, if the edges perform and Ben Murdoch, Masilla and Jaden Sewer. So Jack Bird, when he starts at lock, he's yeah got a great average, good PPM. And with that center jewel, he's just going to be so valuable in your team. Um, he's probably going to be the best um, scorer, into, especially with a, uh, his, like, you know, he'll be more consistent average than other options. Joey Manu will be probably up there with him as the center that you want by the end of the season. But yeah, Jack Bird, why not? I, I think he'll be a great option. Ben Murdoch, um, 17 break even, pretty cheap, 250K. How do you reckon he was going to go? Do you reckon he could be a good cheap option? Yeah, a lot, a lot of people started with him last week in their teams just as a loop option because, um, as as we know, the Dragons didn't play. But Ben Murdoch, Masilla did all right in the trials. Um, I just want to, before I pick him up, I want to see how he goes. Yeah. Um, break even of 17. Next week, I probably might look at picking him up if, if people uh, fail for me again this week. So Murdoch, Masilla. I think he's just one to watch, see how he goes, and then you can pick him up. And then we're going to move on to Tyrell Sloan. Tyrell, 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 Tyrell. Break even of 17 again, and same price as Murdoch Masilla, uh, 250K. Do you think he could be a good cash cow, or is it a player to stay away from? Um, Throughout the uh, preseason, I was high on him, watched him play in the trial, the first trial, and the All-Stars. I went, yeah, he did all right. Second one, though, when he was back in this Dragons outfit, didn't look great at all, unfortunately for him. Yep. Um, he struggled with his confidence in the past and putting some consistent efforts together. But looking at Sloan, I would actually consider bringing him in if he does all right this week, okay. um, especially for the other ones um, who we have in our wing of fullback positions and also centers who have failed. Yep. Um, so if, if you've got center backup and you're wanting to move people around, you know, you can maybe bring someone out who's, struggling and slowing if he does it right then you could probably pick him up and just like last episode we're going to finish off with an absolute bang talking about the titans god they look they didn't have a great game over the weekend they didn't look strong but every time they were in the tigers uh half they uh they they did well they always look like they were going to score so let's run through the team uh any changes coming into round two no changes, mate. No changes for your team. Uh, Joe Stimson retains that starting edge spot um, after Fermor was ruled out last week. So hopefully he has a speedy recovery. He's out for the season, unfortunately, for him. So best of luck to him. Hopefully it all goes well. Uh, Kieran Foran has been named despite picking up that little bit of an injury last game. So a little bit surprising there. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it for the Titans. Can confirm, just as a personal note, I will be coming from New South Wales back to Queensland on the 15th of April, which will be Titans taking on the Broncos at Seabus in the Goldie. So the boy is going to get amongst that. Um, Callum, of course, is going to wear his Cowboys jersey. Why wouldn't you? Let's talk about individual performances. Daddy Fafita. Oh, he just, he looked real good on the weekend. 56 points, break even of 52. High priced at 772K. Uh, he looked like a gun again for all coaches. Cow, is that the case? Yeah, he'll he'll be up there as one of the top edge spots. Uh, well, yeah, for this year, mate. Um, I don't know if you'd go him straight away though, because there's just so many other players who have the value. So you could probably wait um till the point in the season where you're wanting a consistent edge forward to come in t- into your team. Because for feeder, he'll come out and he'll just do great. Um, the concern is now though, if you're wanting to. If you were on this narrative, um, is I believe he's re-signed with the Titans for I think it's three more years or something today. Yeah. So if you're on the narrative that he was going to play better this year to get more money for his contract, um, and come out and kill it in fantasy with that, then that narrative's now gone. But I still think he'll be a, a decent player to pick up when you can. He'll be fighting for a origin spot, surely. Yeah, he'll he'll be up there. That's for sure. There's a few people that are got, aging in that pack. So. For it, which will benefit coaches who have them in their fantasy team. Yeah, for sure. Uh, another player who was a god at the game. He didn't look like a god during round one. 37 points to Tanner Boyd. Still a cheap option and a great dual position to have in your team. We um we keep him in, don't we, Cal? Yeah, mate. You, you, you keep him. Um, he'll, he'll make your money. He'll do better. Yeah, him, him, and Kieran Foran are still working on their um, halves combination there. So, 
Yeah, if if Kieran Foran doesn't play this week, I see him scoring quite well. If Kieran yeah. Foran does play, I still think he'll potentially score in the 40s, 50s this week. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking as well. Uh, Joe Stimson, uh, another mid-range edge spot now taken by Stimson following Firmer's season ending um, due to his injury. Uh, still worth looking at a pod cheapy. Yeah, uh, he's he's definitely pod. Um, he's three ninety k, so what Liero was at last week. So if you wanted to go someone cheaper than Liero, you could go Joe Stimson. Um, Liero is safer, but Stimson is that alternative option if you're wanting to get on board with him. But yeah, I, I won't be doing it personally. I still think there's people that are, are better options at this point. Yeah, for sure. A player who didn't really perform. Uh, still a bit of a hit and miss play. You just don't know about him. Jaden Campbell, 17 over the weekend, priced at 570K. Uh, just do we keep away from him? But what happens if we're a coach who has him, Callum? Oh, if you've got him, you've got to move him on. Um, high break even now. Uh, he might be the one that comes into that starting side, though, if Kieran Foran's out injured. Yeah. So if, if Kieran Foran's not right to play, then you'd expect Jaden Campbell potentially to go into the halves or maybe even AJ to go back into the halves. But yeah, if you've got him, you've made a mistake, cop it on the chin, get rid of him. Sweet. And then let's finish off with a disappointing performance from uh, Khan Pereira. Now, he didn't get any points, Cal. What what happened? (laughs) Zero points. I'm pretty sure he played the full 80. Um, So yeah, if you've got him, it's struggle street. He's actually dropped to 220K now. Oh. So I, I I don't know I don't know how they've done this how they've made it two thirty k as bottom price now down to two twenty it's just ruined everyone who picked him up so break evens at thirty four it's not not ideal if you can get him out I probably would but you might just have to stick with him who knows he might come out and have a game though as he did in the trial score a sixty this week score a hat trick against the dragons you just you don't know um yeah I just hope he doesn't go lower than that two twenty k. Sure, they can't do that. Uh, Dragons, Titans. I don't have to say who I'm going for, Cal. Oh, I think if Kieran Forum plays, you go, I'm, I'm going to back the Titans. If he doesn't, I think I'm going to go the Dragons at home. Okay. Yeah. All right. And that is round two. It is looking great, except for Sunday, which should just be a write-off for anyone who's having a lazy day at home in front of the TV. But look, we're loving the footy. Uh, It's back, baby. How good. Remember, if you do have any questions for us, uh, exciting news announced at the beginning of the epi- uh, beginning of the episode by Callum. A Discord will be coming our way, Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Discord. But of course, you can always uh, get amongst it, ask us questions, and... Uh, any other questions on our Instagram and Facebook, just look up Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Podcast. Well, Nick isn't here to uh, wrap up the potty, so all we can say is don't forget to go get some sunlight, go touch some grass, and enjoy round two of 40 Cal. Thank you for your expertise, and um, we'll see you episode three of Three Blokes. Have a great one. <laughs>